your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman, and today I am joined by host of Chell Squared, the New York Rangers podcast, Andrew Chelney. Andrew, thanks for joining us. What's up, man? Uh, it is a NHL podcast. I hit on all 30, oh. well, I guess 32 teams now. My heart belonged to the Rangers at one point, and now I have the pleasure of talking about good things and also negative things about every team in the league. Well, there you go. Definitely check, definitely check that out. Uh, it was if you if you go way, way, way back, you can hear my podcast debut when I was on Shell Squared about a year, a little little year and change ago. So I maybe mean, maybe don't find that because I don't know if I'd want to listen to it. But <laughs> uh, if you're interested, definitely check it out. Um, so yeah, we're gonna be getting into Sammy Blay, Pavel Buchnevich trade. But first, Andrew, I'm gonna hit you with a little curveball. Um, something that I, a fun little story that I think uh, the listeners might like to hear. I checked out your Twitter profile before just to make sure I got everything, and I, I saw your pinned tweet about the time that you uh, had a had a good Warzone game, and then decided that Brett Hall should be texted about it. So <laughs> I think I think it's a wonderful opportunity to share that story at the time that you texted Brett Hall your Warzone stats. Yeah, so I know his son Jude. Uh, we interned at the NHL together a few years ago and we were still friends now and about a year and i don't know three months i think i had in march of last year somewhere around that time uh i politely asked jude if uh brett can come on and not only did brett come on the show he gave me a full hour which i did not expect uh so i had brett hall on the show so therefore i had his number um and Jude is a big Warzone guy. I'm a big Warzone guy. We we play frequently. Um, and when I got an, an 18 kill performance, which if you play Warzone, like it's not it's not easy to get you know d- double digits, but getting like 18, like that was my personal best at the time. Uh, I wanted to send it to Jude. Accidentally sent it to Brett. Now, did he respond? No. Did I follow up? No. So. Uh, I didn't you, say anything. I just he was too it. intimidated to respond. I left it, at, of course. Uh, but Jude finds it hilarious. So, and I'm still embarrassed by it. But it's it's funny. It's it's funny, embarrassing. So, uh, but that that personal best has been ha- was shattered a couple of days ago. So now okay. it's outdated. So you got to let him know. Yeah, I do. I do. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta follow up. Be like, like hey, hey, so you hey, know, man, that, don't know if you saw my last text, but uh. But uh, I I beat it. Uh, I just beat it. Yeah. 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 Thanks for coming on the pod. But uh, here's my words on stats. Um, <laughs> the awesome. most important thing about anything is that... more than anything else. Like here, uh, I need to show you my my PB in Warzone. That truly sounds like a, a nightmare situation. Like you said, though, he gave you an hour. I'm sure he he laughed it off. Probably had a good good chuckle about it over dinner or whatever. Yeah, his his son finds it hilarious. So I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure they laughed about it at some point. Moving on from that, I sorry for putting you on the spot there, but I figured it would be it would be better to get your genuine reaction. News broke about a week and a half ago, a week ago. The Blues traded for Pavel Buchnevich, trading Sammy Blay in a second round pick for Buchnevich, uh, and then followed that up with signing him to a contract as well so he's sticking around in st louis for the next couple of years 
Andrew, what was your initial reaction before we get into what Bushnevich brings, what Sammy Blay brings? What, what when you saw that tweet come across your timeline? Give me your initial thoughts. It's a brutal deal for the Rangers. I don't understand it from their perspective at all, considering Pavel Buchnevich is a top six player who is not afraid of throwing the body around, which is what the Rangers have been looking for, I guess, this offseason, getting Ryan Reeves and all these guys and and Jared Tenorti and like these guys that can only hit. So the fact that they give up Pavel Buchnevich, that they didn't want to pay him, is it just didn't doesn't make any sense to me still. Pavel Buchnevich is not afraid of getting into the dirty areas, this hashtag grid, hashtag sandpaper that everybody is is fawning over. He has that. And he also puts up a ton of points. My guy scores and also collects magnets. Like this is like this guy is I heard is, that. I heard that. He is a he's a one of a kind dude. He's uh and he's really good on the ice. So the fact that the Rangers didn't want to pay what was it? Six million dollars a year for five point eight, I think. F- yeah, for for a top six player is very disappointing to me. And I I brought this up on the most recent episode of the podcast with uh, with Drew Way, who does analytics and and prospects for Blucher's Breakaway. I I asked him, you know, would you rather Buchnevich or Kreider? And he thought it was an unfair question because of the differing circumstances, which is fair. But at this point, I mean, I, I, I think Buchnevich is better than Kreider at this point because Kreider will have weeks where he dominates and then he has weeks where you don't realize he's playing. Whereas Buchnevich, for the most part, you will see him at least at one one or two points in a game. If he's Even if he's not having a great game, you will still notice him doing something positive, usually at least once a game. So for me, the the idea of trading for Barclay Goudreau and giving him over $3 million for 100 years and also trading for Ryan Reeves and, and giving him a contract extension, but trading away a top six player that is physical and can also put up a bunch of points, to me, that doesn't make any sense. And the Blues got a steal. That's kind of, That was my thoughts when the trade went through, but I feel like obviously... Anytime your team makes a trade, you're going to want to believe that it's a, a fleece in your favor. But to have you sort of confirm it, and I know I texted you like right after it happened, and you sort of had the same thoughts that you're echoing now. Um, definitely super psyched about it. I mean, Sammy Blay is, you know, he's no he's no slouch, but it, it really does feel like they just got an upgraded version of Sammy Blay to fill in their top six. So I'm um, I'm psyched about it. Um, I want to get more into like the the details of his play, sort of, because I'm curious about like you know what line he played on, what to expect out of him, and all that. Um, gonna get into that, but first, want to tell you guys at home about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar, and they have so many delicious flavors. There's something for anyone. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. You got coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. Andrew, which one of those would you pick up if you had the choice? The raspberry one did sound real good. Real good. Good choice. Good choice. So, of course, Andrew's got his favorite flavor picked out already. Most people do. But so am, I, you, am I getting one of those in the mail or, or what's knows? going on here? Who knows? I, you'll have to wait and see. But if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get yourself a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. And not only are Built Bars the best tasting, but they're healthy too. You get 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180. 
per bar, only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. And fun fact, Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So whether if you're watching the Olympics, you know, you want to support your favorite team, have a Built Bar. That's what they're having before they go out and run. So go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And when we return, we'll be continuing to talk about the Buchnevich for Sammy Blade. I'm going to be asking Andrew what we can expect out of Buchnevich on a nightly basis. So don't go anywhere. Obviously, you've, you've given your thoughts on the trade itself. Um, but now I want to get to kind of get to know Pavel Buchnevich as a player a little bit more. Um, obviously, you know, a big Rangers fan, you've watched him night in, night out the past few seasons. Um, first of all, my my first question is what, what line was he playing on this, this past season? Who was he playing with? I'm curious. Um, I'm pretty sure he was just alternating between first line, second line. Um, David Quinn loved to shuffle lines around. So it was. It's difficult sometimes to be like, okay, well, he was definitely on the first line because sometimes David Quinn would kind of shuffle things around. But for the, I, for for as long as I can remember, Pavel Buchnevich played on the top six. Okay, so that basically that that was leading me into: Do you think that his play was, or even just his numbers, were boosted by the fact that he spent some time playing with Artemi Panarin, or do you think he's he's a, a self-sustaining scorer? No, I think he drives offense. I think he's a guy that can create by himself. And it, obviously it helps when you play with other top players. But Pavel Buchnevich is not somebody that if you take... Like, he's not a, he's not a Jonathan Chichu, where if you don't put him with Joe Thornton, uh, he will not score any points. Uh, he is somebody that is more than capable of providing offense by himself and like I said, he's not afraid to get to the dirty areas. Like he's just somebody that that you will notice on a game to game basis. And I think that some this this guy is somebody that St. Louis will really enjoy, and it's somebody that Rangers fans will sorely miss. Yeah, I mean the way that you've described his play style so far sounds like Craig Berube's bread and butter. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him become, you know, one of the top forwards on this team right away. Just with the you mentioned the grittiness and the the two way play. Did he play penalty kill for you guys as well? I'm pretty sure he uh, killed penalties on the Rangers. Yeah. Oh. Um. It's listen. I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. So <laughs> I, I, these some of these questions are like I gotta I gotta go back into the into the old catalogs of uh, my brain to remember. But I'm I'm almost positive that he played uh, he put in the penalty kill, and I'm pretty sure he was really good at it too. Yeah, responsible on his own end. And I mean, this season was. Uh, bit of a breakout year for him so what what are the biggest improvements in his game that he has um shown this past season that he was able to almost produce at a point per game level like what if if you had to pick like the the elite aspects of pavel buchnevich's game what would they be he's just he's being he's, he's becoming more and more assertive whereas in years past he would pass or just not take that extra step and and create by himself now you see okay well not only is he leading the way he's he's getting to the dirty areas he's delivering that check when it's needed and not because he's there where some players will just throw a hit out and then be taken out of the play Buchnevich will do it smartly and he just he, he has from my understanding, from from watching him, he's he's got a high hockey IQ. He knows 
what's going on on the ice and where to be in certain situations. And I get, like I said, this is a guy that if you, if he's on the ice, you can depend on him to do his thing and not have to worry about him making a bad decision that leads to an automatic rush the other way that he's a, a dependable guy with the puck without the puck and is somebody that is not afraid to just lead the charge, whether it be on offense or on defense. And you're, 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 you might be talking me into getting a Buchnevich jersey by the time that this episode. He's good, man. I, I, I liked him a lot uh, as a Ranger, and he will become very quickly, I think, a fan favorite in St. Louis. Yeah, so you think he has like, the potential to be like a 25-plus, even 30-goal scorer as he continues to progress if you had to? I think it's possible because you take a look at his career statistics, right? His His career high was 21 goals in 64 games, right? And he scored 20 goals in 54 games this season. Well, if those if both of those seasons were full 82 games, he'd have at least 25 goals. So, if he plays a full season, then absolutely I think he could reach 25 goals. 30? I mean, I don't know, it's tough to say because again, his, his high was 21. Um, but paired with paired with Ryan O'Reilly, and Ryan O'Reilly is a phenomenal passer who can who can find the seams. He can he can do all sorts of things, as I'm sure you and other and other Blues fans know. He might for sure, maybe. Want to pivot a little bit? Um, talk about the return for you guys. Talk about Sammy Blay. Um, I don't know how much you know about him, but uh, I, what are your what are your initial thoughts on seeing Sammy Blay coming back your way? From what you might know about him as a player. I mean, I know a little bit about him. I, again, like I watch, I try to watch as many teams as I possibly can, right? Like it's, it's mm-hmm. difficult to watch every game from every team, but I try to watch as many games as I can. And I liked Sammy Blay when I, when I watched Blues games, the, and it's the, the, the return the Rangers got isn't so much of me disliking Sammy Blay in his game. It's me so much saying the Rangers just, practically gave away a top six forward for a ham sandwich and it's just it it's it just really weird the way that that whole trade went down and i hope sammy blade does really well in new york like i hope he dominates and i hope he becomes a fan favorite but from my from my understanding sammy blade is not pavel buchnevich at least to this point and so trading a top six forward for not a top six forward i mean that's second round pick is great but if if the mandate from management is to become a playoff team and do it this upcoming season, this ain't the way to do it. That's for sure. I mean, Sammy Blay is definitely a guy that um, is going to give you the the. I don't want to say off the stat sheet because like he his number one aspect of his game is hits, and that is on the stat sheet. But he's he's a guy that's definitely going to I think impact the the game a lot more than just goals, assists, points. Um, He's got great offensive skill for sure, but his his number one asset for this team was his hitting. And um, I, I want to get into the the Ryan Reeves trade you guys just made later, but it's it did sound like uh, Tom Wilson got in your head a little bit, not your head, but uh, you know the Rangers collective heads a little bit. And it seems like they might have pivoted to a little bit more of a of a gritty play style. Uh, and Sammy Blay will certainly help with that. But I, I do think that he'll he'll be a, a consistent forward for you guys, like sort of what you described about Puchnevich, the fact that. You know, some guys go cold uh, for long stretches. Sammy Blay isn't that isn't that guy. Maybe you know he's not going to be the most consistent uh, producer on the stat sheet, like goals and assists. But he will constantly give you a hundred percent. You know, digging into corners, going for pucks, and hitting the crap 
out of guys. Him paired with uh, Ryan Reeves is a terrifying thought for anyone that you guys have to face. Um, but I do want to get into that. We got one more ad break coming up. So when we get back talking about Ryan, the Ryan Reeves trade to the New York Rangers, an old friend of St. Louis fans. So we'll be getting into that and we'll be wrapping up the discussion on the Buchnevich trade. So don't go anywhere. Remind me of the the timeline of, of Tom Wilson uh, living in a Rangers fans' heads rent-free because from everything I've seen, it seems like he is the reason why you guys are going for the, the pesky uh, grinder style and getting Sammy Blay and Ryan Reeves. Yeah, I mean, it, it just it's kind of a short-term thing which has now drawn out to become a long-term thing. Uh, one of the last weekends of the season... The Rangers play the Capitals, uh, and then they played the Islanders. I think, like, I think it started earlier in the season where Tom Wilson kind of had his way with the team, and a large portion of that is because, well, a large portion of the team were kids that you know, like, didn't have the the muscle yet to fight back for you know for extended periods of time which is what happens when you play a lot of rookies or sophomores on a team it's like well yeah dude brett howden is not gonna go and fight tom wilson it's not gonna happen tom uh, brett howden i don't know i don't know what he's gonna do in vegas i really don't because he's he just skates that's really all that he does so uh, brett howden wasn't gonna fight tom wilson and okay well kids are just not gonna fight these big strong guys no matter no matter what it is so tom wilson kind of had his way with the with with the young kids as expected was going to happen and then in the tail end of the year when the rangers kind of fell apart at the end uh tom wilson almost decapitated or tommy panarin right caps fans want to like first like rangers fan caps fan like i don't care what team you're a fan of you watch that play and Tom Wilson took Panarin's hair and and s- tried to slam him headfirst onto the ice. That is what happened. That is a fact, and we saw it in 4K on on video. That's what happened. And management didn't like that. Fair, um, but oh also my, yeah, they released I, the they released the statement about it. Oh my goodness, how could I forget? Yeah, that was the state. That was the statement, right? And then the game following that, they played the Islanders, and they got dominated in that game too. They got absolutely dominated, um, and that's really how. That's really what led to this. Whatever I don't even, like. It's not a retooling. I don't even know what to call it um, for for the Rangers, but it is. That's really the the crux of it. And I don't. Again, I don't really understand why this is happening because again. The, these are young kids like yeah they're they're, they're going to get pushed around at some points by certain players and Tom Wilson is just going to keep doing Tom Wilson things no matter who's on your team if if you have 18 Ryan Reeves is on your team Tom Wilson is still going to do Tom Wilson things so to me i i i just am at a complete loss as to what the direction of this team is right now because from management the the mandate is to make the playoffs, but like Patrick Nemeth was a really good signing. He's a really good defensive defenseman for the Rangers and they needed that on the blue line, but signing Goudreau to this huge deal. Goudreau can play defense and he's a good player to have in your bottom six. He's getting overpaid. 
trading for Ryan Reeves is a weird deal. Signing Jared Tenorti, who literally can't play defense. He's o- he's only there as an eighth defenseman to fight people. That didn't make any sense to me. So what the direction of this team is right now is just confusing. I mean, I do think that Ryan Reeves is is sort of a, a, a Pat Maroon type and is definitely going to be a, a sort of a locker room glue guy. Um, and, and we'll kind of, you know, you mentioned how the, they, they struggled against the Islanders following, uh, the Tom Wilson incident. And I think a lot of that is to do with, you know, it, it kind of the, the shock of, of losing one of your best players or something like that. And just being able to struggling to sort of refocus on the task at hand. And if anyone will be able to do that, I think Ryan Reeves will be a big help, you know, even if he's not scoring goals or whatever, um, even if he's not playing, which I'm not sure what your guys' depth is looking like, but I know he's he's he was getting scratched a little bit um, this past season. But even if he's, like I said, even if he's not playing, he's definitely a guy that's going to be no nonsense in the locker room and, and will not put up with anything like that. So uh, it, it, that is, I think, a win there. And like I said, having him with Sammy Blay, if they play on the same line, sounds absolutely terrifying for opposing teams. Um, because you know Sammy Blay is still capable offensively, and if you got Ryan Reeves out there as well, you got to have your head in you know head in a swivel whenever you're playing those guys. But um, it does sound like the Rangers the, their their um, direction got a little skewed uh, after the Tom Wilson thing. But I appreciate the fact that um, the Blues were able to benefit off of it um, in getting Pavel Buchnevich. I'm excited uh, for this for this upcoming season. Excited to watch him play. Um, but I think that's all the time we got today so andrew i'll give you the floor to promote whatever you want to promote talk about your socials your your podcast whatever you want to do the floor is yours i appreciate you having me uh, my podcast is not just about the rangers it's about every team in the league i talk about blues i talk about again any team that is in the news i will have a relevant guest to come on the show and talk to me about it uh i've had john forsland come on in the past i've had brett hall come on in the past like i mentioned in the in the in the beginning you know i i have people that know about the sport to come on and talk to me about the sport so at chell squared on twitter at chell squared on facebook my personal twitter is at chelney andrew c-h-e-l-n-e-y andrew um i try to do the podcast every every week um last couple of months have that that has been a tough ask but i'm trying my best to get to once a week once again so uh give me a shot because we have i have really good guests and i know they're really good guests and we get people that know what they're talking about to come on and talk to me so uh on apple Podcasts, on spotify on any anywhere you get your podcasts Chell Square, that's where you can find me, Chell Squared. Definitely check him out. He is one of the guys that got me into podcasting, sort of walked me through the ropes when we were first starting here at Locked On Blues. And like I said, had me on uh, his podcast when I was just a rookie at all this stuff. So super smart guy. He's talking about his guests, but he's not giving himself enough credit. Uh, one of the one of the brightest hockey minds out there. So definitely check out his- You're doing terrible things to my ego. Oh. Terrible things to my <laughs> ego. Well, I'll remind you about the, the texting Brett Hall again to bring you back down to level- <laughs> level you out a little bit but yeah definitely check him out uh listen to his podcast follow him on twitter also follow us on twitter instagram tiktok and facebook at locked on blues and soon to be youtube just waiting on the approval from that but hopefully when august rolls around new season rolls around we'll be releasing these episodes on youtube as well so stay tuned for that make sure you follow me on twitter at josh hyman nhl follow tommy on twitter at twelcher15 Thanks so much for listening, and as always, let's go Blues.